Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We're sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. Now, remember, you have two chances every single week to chat with me about whatever's going on in your financial life. I promise that I will do my best that I can to get you on the air. And if I don't really know the answer, then I'm going to probably email you and say, "Eh, I'm not sure I know this, but here's what you might want to try. We're going to stay in touch with you. That's what we do. The easiest way to get in touch with us is just send an email. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. Okay, today we have Mitch on the line. He is calling from Southern California. Hello, Mitch. What can I do for you? Hey, Jill. Thanks for having me. I love your show. Oh, thank you so much. Let's mark mark that. Let's put that in the best of right now. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> Um, I just turned 50, and I'm thinking about retiring early. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean, turning 50, retiring early? Why? Well, you know, it was just a dream that I started having a few years ago, and I just kind of started lining up my finances to make it possible. To be totally honest with you, I'm not sure what I'm going to do, so I'm just kind of uh, waiting to pull the trigger until I kind of figure that part out. Okay, but wait a second. Like, do you hate what you do? No, but you know how it is. Like Mondays come around and you're like, oh God, do I have to go to work again? I know. It's really, it's, it's unrelenting. But I mean, but the thing that's interesting is, I mean, considering how long we live and you're 50, I mean, you essentially could say uh, live for another 40 years. I mean, it takes a lot of money to be able to just retire. Do you think when you imagine this blissful state of yours at age 50, does it does it mean never working again or doing something different and making less and working less hard? How do, how do you imagine that? I think it's probably more like the latter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, we make sacrifices as we go along and um, sometimes we don't always, we're not always able to choose exactly like what we want to be doing. So I, I do want to continue to work because I like working, you okay. know, um, but I just kind of don't want to work for other people. I mm. think maybe that's where I'm going. Yeah. Well, I am all over that. That I totally understand because I think that the one thing you realize as you get older and in your in your work life is that you value different things. I mean, maybe years ago you might have said the the highest possible salary is what I'm gunning for. And maybe once you've saved a few bucks, you say to yourself, actually, control over my life. That's what I'm going for. And I think that that's the appeal of working for yourself. I mean, I'm not saying I work for myself, so it's hard, and I understand that it can be hard. But there is this uh, this feeling that if I'm going to work this hard or I don't want to work as hard, it's just me, and that's all I have to really worry about. So tell me about you and your life. Are you married, single, partnered? What's up? I've got a partner, no mm-hmm. kids. No partner, no kids. And how much do you earn right now? I'm earning in the mid 300s. Okay. Tell me some more stuff that's going on. Like, uh, how much have you saved so far? Uh, I think my, not including the equity on my condo, I've got about 1.4 million. That's great. That's fantastic. That's awesome. Okay. Um, all right, and you're maxing out, or you, and you work for somebody. I'm maxing you. everything out, yeah. Okay. At my salary, if I don't 
I mean, if I don't max out on my 401k, the taxes are already horrible. So, I mean, if you make mid 300s, your tax bracket's probably going to go down for 2018. So if you make 350, you're now 50, you can put $24,500 into your retirement account. So that comes out pre-tax. And so you're in the 32% tax bracket. And maybe if you've got some other stuff, but probably not much more you're going to get. But let's just say you're in the 32% tax bracket. So I think that's lower than your highest marginal rate right now. So maybe you got a little bit of a break, although you're probably going to lose some stuff. You own property? Yeah, I got a condo. How much is it worth? Uh, it's 600. Mm-hmm. And outstanding mortgage? About 450. Okay. I only got it a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you and the partner split this or is this all on you? That's all on me. Mm. Should have picked a much wealthier partner, I guess. That's your next thing in your, in <laughs> next, your retirement. Maybe. Point, ne- yeah. yeah, exactly. Next, next time. Uh, okay. This is all good news. Uh, how in the in the breakdown of what you have saved, what have you saved in retirement versus outside of retirement? So I started saving quite late in life, and my retirement accounts are relatively low comparatively. I've got about last time I looked, which was before this little correction, I had about eight hundred and sixty thousand in taxable accounts. Also, I've got an emergency account worth about 90000 That's good. And then um, my, my um, taxable, uh, tax-deferred accounts, I got one hundred and fifty in a 401K, mm-hmm. 30000 in an inherited Roth, mm-hmm. 63000 in a Roth IRA, mm-hmm. and 170000 in a rollover IRA. Okay. Now, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was that rollover IRA because... When I read the blogs about early retirement, they always talk about backdoor Roth conversions. Mm-hmm. And that rollover IRA came from an S-Corp uh, account that I had um, before I took a salaried job because I was freelance for a long time. Okay. So did you have like did you have like a Keo or a profit sharing plan or something funky like that? I had a 401k inside my S-Corp. Okay. Okay. I got it. So like, okay. And so the money came out of that originally, went into yeah. this rollover... Did you close out the old plan? Well, here's the thing. I got 56 cents in the old plan because it didn't it didn't all roll over. So that 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 S Corp 401k is still open. And I talked to an advisor who said I could roll that money back in there and then do Roth conversions. But then I talked to my CPA and he was like, why do you want to do that? It's a hassle and it's not worth it. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. I don't want to I don't want to like cross hairs with your CPA, but it may be worth it. And I'm going to tell you why it may be worth it. It may not be worth it this second, but let me let's let's project into the future. I'm not saying you're going to retire, but let's just because let, I I want to just say like I want to I, you want to do something different. Let's just pretend that in the next couple of years, instead of making in the mid 300s, and let's say you do the sooner rather than later, so I just can use by the old tax law. Instead, in the mid 300s, you make buck fifty. Okay. Oh, you're filing singly. That's that's the other thing. I gave you the last tax bracket. The last thing I gave you was actually you're in the 35% tax bracket. I forgot you're filing singly. Um, so let's just say that you go from the mid three fifth. You go to mid 300s, and you're now going to make 150. So instead of being in the 35% tax bracket, you drop down to the 24% tax bracket. Why is that important? Because then, if that money is sitting in your old plan. 
you can start to take money out slowly but surely and convert it into a Roth at a lower tax rate. And I think that could be worth it to you because I'm not so sure that 10 years from now or 15 years from now, tax rates won't be much higher. The reason why I might do it is to simply preserve the option of being able to do it in the future. So in other words, let's say you had the whole rollover right now. It went back into your old 401k. It sits there. Big deal. You invest it just like you would invest it. And then you wait to see whether your tax bracket, whether you make less money and your tax bracket drops down. If that tax bracket drops down, you don't have to convert your entire old plan at once. You could do it a little bit at a time and remain within a lower tax bracket. And I don't see why you wouldn't do that. I think that that's actually a good do. Okay. The reason why I would limit it is that I would try to keep yourself within a specific tax bracket. Right. So, again, let's let's pretend it's next year. And you say, uh, I quit my job and uh, I'm a consultant and I make 100 grand a year. Can you live on 100 grand a year, by the way? What could you live on? I live on about 60, 60 or 70 right now. Get out. That's yeah. great. All right. So let's just say that you make 100. Let's say you make 120, right? And that'll pay your bills. Okay. Whatever you do next. If you are making 120 as a single, you'd be in the 24% tax bracket. And maybe what you would do is that, you know, every year for the next 10 years that you make 150, you convert 30 grand of your old retirement account and you stay within the 24% tax bracket. And now you're paying a 24% tax when I, because I think that in the future, you don't know what your tax bracket's going to be. I do know that 24% is pretty low. So it would seem to me that this is a, I think I like the idea of at least having the option of doing it, which is okay. great. I don't know if you have to do it by and by rolling it. Now that I'm thinking this through. I'm not sure you even have to roll it back. Why couldn't you just do it out of the ro- rollover? Is it in or is it? Did you roll it over rubble. into a 401k or did you roll it over into a separate rollover IRA? Into a separate rollover IRA. I don't know if you even have to go back to the 401k because you can you can convert a pre-tax asset into a Roth asset. I think the idea of converting it is something that is actually available to you regardless of it's whether it's in a rollover IRA or back in that old 401k. The only reason okay. why you would put it back in the 401k, I, I, I don't even know why you would, because I think that the, I guess if you are working for yourself, you could keep contributing to it. I wouldn't close that out yet until I figured out what I was doing next. I love the idea of converting a chunk of your money into into a Roth asset. It's just it's the best asset out there. I can't still be, I can't believe it's still actually legal to use a Roth IRA because I think they're so good. It really is amazing. Yeah. Can you live on one hundred twenty thousand a year? That's the answer. Yes, you say. Um, you know, if you have a million and a half bucks or so, or one point four million, one way to think about what you can use from that account is in your mind, you could say, generally speaking, I should be able to take out three or three and a half percent of that a year. That's about, let's just call it 45 grand a year. So that's what you can assume from a a nest egg of 1.4 million. And you'll get Social Security eventually. And if you keep working and you're willing to drop it down, you know, if you can live on that 120 a year, then I'm not going to call it like retirement. I'm just saying that you're going to have the opportunity to do what you want to do. And if you can just do what you want to do at for another 10 years, I think that's pretty great. 
The alternative is you kill yourself for like five, six, seven more years at your 350 or so, and you keep piling in the money. And then instead of, you know, you're looking at retirement instead of at 50, you say, oh, I'll just do it till I'm 55 and then reassess there. But it really depends on how awful you think your life is right now. That's that's the that's the question I have for you. And if it's not that awful, it's like, oh, I Sunday nights suck. How do you feel about yeah. that? How do you feel about this yeah. game plan? Listen, I have a, I have a very good life. I mean, I have a lot of blessings in my life, so I'm not complaining. Um, it would be nice to get a little time back, you know? Yeah. A little control. Yeah, back. I get that. I think I think that you're on track for being able to do that. I think it's really a question of what you can do. My fear is, like, I have a friend who retired. She was like, worked at a huge big bank. And she's like, I just don't want to work quite as hard. And I was like, I get that. So she did the same thing. She's like 49. And then she ends up taking a job where, you know, ostensibly she's not making nearly as much money, but she's working just as hard because she only knows one way to work. So the only thing I would caution you against is that you're not signing up to be the same animalistic worker that you are right now for a lot less money. And it may be different because if you're working for yourself and you feel really good, it may not feel like the same kind of work. But I, I really caution you that that many people who are just wired this way don't know how to work any other way. Mm-hmm. And if you're one of those, then I might just keep collecting my 350 G's and work my butt off and get my benefits and keep killing it and then reassess. That's a good point. I'm sorry. Some of us are wired that way. I will tell you something, my personal experience, my own life, I worked so hard when I owned my own company and I really thought I'll never, ever want to work that hard again. And I work just as hard now, but because I don't have employees and because I don't have to manage anyone, it's way different. So I work just as hard, but I love what I do so much more. And most of that has to do with not being part of a company and it's just me. So yeah, I, that I, sounds really attractive. That's the part that I think is different. And I think yeah. that's the part that you might want to explore. And um, as long as, look, I got a place to visit now in uh, Southern California. You're there. So presumably this is all going to work out well for me, too. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Doors open. Mitch from Southern California, we're going to get you to retire, sort of, kind of, maybe. You'll get there. And um, I let us know how you're doing. Okay, and I think you're in great shape. So I wish you the very best of luck. Okay, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Sure. Take care. Okay, that's a wrap of our better off bonus question of the week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. 